Should we do right. one more? Yeah, if you really want to, we can do it at 30. Yeah, let's do it at 30. Alright. Alright. Two clap. Perfect. The call me. I can't. Never you mind. You can't do it a third time! <laughs> it rhymes! You can, it then rhymes. it's not two claps anymore. Then it's three claps, Tiago, and we're getting into a weird territory there. I'm sorry. It just, it's the first thing that. If I see the number, if I think of the number two, I immediately mm-hmm. go, they call me Tommy two and then blank. Yeah, yeah. And, and they call me Tommy two verb. They call me Tommy two verbs because I always oh, verb twice. I like that one. That's a fun outlaw name. Oh, God. Uh, let's get someone arrested. All right. Order in the court. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. Two friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. If you're a first-time listener, boy, did you pick an odd time to start listening. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. <laughs> okay. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played through the second half of Case 3-5, Bridge to the Turnabout, the fifth and final case of Ace Attorney Trials and Tribulations, <laughs> which is the last game of the Phoenix Wright trilogy here. Uh, so... You know, like I said, if you're a first-time listener, big spoilers, maybe go back and check out the first episode uh, instead, because you can listen in order and get the whole story from beginning to end. Ben, Uh, I I have to say this because I'm still losing it, and Uh I know that Discord has um, me uh, noise suppression by Chris right now. Mm -hmm. We have never started off a recording with Ben saying, order in the court. And this was the episode where Ben started with order in the court, and we all shut I up. Don't, I don't know if that was in the recording. It was in the recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is in the recording. And I... I, I, I I'm just thinking about... We've never started off with order in the court. Well... You're just saying that it's such an easy... Uh, an easy line to go to, and you're surprised that I haven't done it before. I, I'm just, it's, it's, it's I, I guess it's, it's low a, hanging fruit, Tiago. I got it. I had to save it for, you know, something like this. That's the finale we, of the whole we, trilogy. We also <laughs> needed order in the court, otherwise we're going to keep doing the Tommy two claps bit. I listen. That's not going to be in the recording. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> that's that, what you think. 
fuck. I was like, you know that's going to be in the recording now. Well, God damn it. Okay. Um. So welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the second half of Bridge to the Turnabout. Uh, last time, uh, we played through the first two segments of this case, which was the first investigation and first courtroom segment, in which Phoenix and Maya and Pearl all went to a meditation retreat for sp- spirit mediums, and things went horribly wrong. Uh, As they do. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Elise Dunim, uh, a child storybook author, was murdered here. And Iris, another nun at the uh, conclave, was accused of this murder. However, in addition, other things that happened was, well, the burning bridge. Uh, there was a burning bridge uh, that got, had gotten struck by lightning that Phoenix attempted to cross to get to Maya on the other side of Ravine, ravine, because he was worried that she could have been trapped with the murderer. Um, And he fell into the water and nearly died. And so Edgeworth had to take over. So we got to play as Edgeworth last time, which was very fun, and uh, go through the first courtroom segment up against Francisca von Karma, attempting to prove that Iris did not actually murder uh, Elise. This time around, uh, Phoenix has now recovered in the hospital, and we are... He's gathering all of his materials together and meets up with Edgeworth by Dusky Bridge to start talking over the details and figure out exactly what happened. So Gumshoe is working on the bridge and attempting to repair it. So he tells Phoenix and Francisca, like, hey, listen, it's going to take a little bit of time, so go (laughs) investigate somewhere else. Uh, So Von Karma follows Phoenix around. Uh, and assists him with the investigation, this so you get a little bit of the greatest day of my life. <laughs> you, yeah, you get some Francisca and Phoenix pairing here while they uh, g- go looking around uh, the uh, the temple. I wish that so... Phoenix just took away the whip. <laughs> I he like... would know he wouldn't though. I someone fucking needs to. Everyone just lets her do whatever she wants. I. She's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, me probably. Someone's gonna die with that whip, and like she's yeah, she whipped somebody so much they got knocked out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like poor Gumshoe. You think Gumshoe's gonna be the one to die? Yeah, I'm. I'm a hundred percent certain of it. Uh, I so yeah. Go ahead. Just to uh, start to get us into the uh, critical stuff. Right meets bikini. And Bikini is like, well, hey, uh, bad news, Phoenix. Nobody noticed, but Pearl's been missing. And everybody, Phoenix mean? is like, wait a minute, what the hell are you talking about? Where's I Pearl? noticed. Everyone yeah. noticed. <laughs> Fucking Miles noticed yesterday. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Wright also notices that uh, Bikini refers to Elise as Mystic Elise, which is uh, very interesting. And when he says, well... Who is she really? Uh, five psyche locks pop up all over Bikini. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly the moment uh, when uh, Gumshoe shows up and says, hey, guess what? The bridge has been repaired. So uh, you run across the bridge and meet up with Edgeworth and everybody over there. And you find Pearl uh, all by herself uh, crying. And uh, she had gone across the bridge before all the shit went down <laughs> and was stuck over there uh, overnight. She was uh, she was worried for Maya. Yeah. 
you then also then get to go into the sacred cavern, which is where Maya was training, and it is sealed uh, with a trick lock that looks exactly like a psyche lock, interestingly enough. And the Misty Fae uh, picture scroll is covered in gravy. Uh, Godo shows up and tells uh, Francisca, guess what, I'm taking over. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of back and forth between Wright and Godo, in which Godo is kind of like, you you fucked up. You you haven't done a good job. And Wright's like, what in the world are you talking about? Honestly, like, you didn't protect any of the women in your life. What is he You're... talking about? <laughs> you should have defended... Um, uh, uh, Maya and Mia from mm-hmm. just the the repercussions of life, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like just somehow you should have known that. How uh, come you, know. you, a man, are not responsible for the actions of every woman in your life? How right, dare you? Yeah. Casual massage, wildly old fashioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. So they start working on undoing the locks, but of course it's going to take a while. So uh, there's there's some more details here. Uh, I guess I won't get quite into every single detail, but there's a lantern outside that they find bloody writing on that says Maya in it. There's melted snow around it in a perfect square shape, and uh, Gumshoe and Wright go over this together. Uh, they run back out to the uh, other side of the ravine again, and, uh, A, two things happen. One, uh, Phoenix goes back to the bikini and is like, listen, we gotta talk now. <laughs> tell me, tell me everything. And you break all her psyche locks. Uh, and so Elise Dunim is actually revealed to be Misty Fay, a.k.a. Maya and Mia's mother. I'm pretty sure I said that once and therefore I'm right. That was, yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of our, our predictions. I think- yeah, that was one of your predictions, so... Um, Ten points for us. Everybody give us a dollar. I yep. was so afraid for a second when you said ten points, and I thought you were going <laughs> to make... I, I thought you were going to make a reference to a horrid teen young adult <laughs> novel. Who, do you, uh, who the fuck do you think I am? Who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think I am? I am. I am. <laughs> Uh, so the other detail that they drop that's a huge bombshell here is that, uh, Iris, uh, and Dahlia, uh, we start to, like, piece these two together, and I don't think it's quite here, but I, we might as well just drop it in here, because it's, they're all linked together, Mm -hmm. is that Iris and Dahlia are twin sisters. Twins, another one of our predictions. Yeah, they're twins. They, like, go on to say that, like, oh yeah, Iris has a twin sister, and- Phoenix is like, what? And then they're just like, oh yeah, their father is a jeweler, and it's like, okay. And their mom is a head of a branch family in the Korean school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, wait, it's, it's what? Morgan Fay. Yeah, and it's revealed to be Morgan Fay. So yes, Pearl's older, these are Pearl's older sisters, Iris and Dahlia. But she doesn't Pearl- know they exist. Pearl yes, doesn't because know- they were sent away. Pearl doesn't know about these two fucks, and those two fucks don't know about Pearl. So it's right. like, we're all just sitting here sort of related to each other. <laughs> um, uh, and then shit goes down, and Earthquake happens. An Earthquake so, happens as Miles Edgeworth is bringing Iris to fix the trick locks. I, yes, I he's, he's escorting her over to, to, to take care of the trick locks, and briefly... 
Yes, as the earthquake happens, Miles cowers in fear because of his childhood he, trauma. He literally falls unconscious. He, he has, he has a, a panic he has attack a... so hard, he passes out. Yep. <laughs> and then he loses control of Iris for a second. Yeah, she runs uh she runs to the inner temple and uh where Maya would be being held because uh when you run back there and you find her, she goes, Oh, I ran back here because I was worried about Maya getting trapped in this fragile temple. I was worried it was gonna collapse. This has been earlier established earlier. Everybody mm-hmm. is worried about the the temple possibly being old and rickety and collapsing. Uh so old and rickety and collapsible. Yes, collapsible. <laughs> Me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh then uh now that you have found iris again uh you sit there with her and uh go all right we're finally going to get into some of these details and you start to confirm you know a bunch of the backstory with her and then uh she gives you her tragic story of, of you know being the daughter of this jeweler and she Starts to let on that, you know, some things to Phoenix, but not quite everything. You're still you're still piecing things together. Um, Edgeworth swears up and down that uh, these people couldn't be related. uh, And then you have to bring the evidence to him uh, to show (laughs) that Dolly and Iris are twin sisters. They literally look the fucking same, Miles Edgeworth. Are you? Yeah. If you don't believe in magic, you have to believe in science. And you know that twins exist out there in the universe. Well, yeah, but one of them's dead, so it's impossible. You can't yeah. wait. You can't have a dead twin. <laughs> yeah, you can't. If your twin dies, you die. Didn't you know? <laughs> uh, yes. To to be clear, Dahlia was executed for her crimes in the earlier cases one month ago. She was fucking so, hanged. Yeah, it's revealed she was hanged. This is actually is the dark wild. age of the law. Like, <laughs> what the is that? fuck? I mean, she's a serial killer, but like, what the fuck? So like, <laughs> I so every other case that we've had before this, how it works is, um, your, your judge, your judge, Moe judge, would just like determine whether or not the client is guilty, but he doesn't actually make the sentences. That's like another court case. That's like another mm-hmm. judge that does it. So this right. judge, your judge, there's always, Moe judge. There's always the one where you're trying to find someone guilty, and then you have the sentencing court, which is a separate day, usually. So the sentencing judge heard about Dahlia Hawthorne, who was responsible for the deaths of multiple people, and said, you will now receive a cowboy's death. You will now yeah. be hanged. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, what the fu- It's 2016! Y'all don't have, mm-hmm. like, lasers or, like, a fucking... Lasers? <laughs> Something more humane than hanging. I mean, I'm yeah. anti-death penalty, so... There We're is... all... Yeah. Listen, I understand anti-death penalty. I also just... Also anti-old-timey deaths. Yeah, no. There's no, like... There's no ethical way to execute a person. But, like, you could at least tr- try something... There's, there's, that's not hanging. There's yeah. more unethical ways. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> we need <laughs> put some effort into something. Uh, so Dahlia Hawthorne's dead, and that's why yes. Iris is not Dahlia Hawthorne. It's because Dahlia Hawthorne is dead, and in this case, that is specific around a certain group of people. I would say that may be relevant information. Yeah, <laughs> given the, uh, the presence of spirit mediums. Um, uh, so yeah, we um, 
we continue with these uh with the, like some running around and investigating there's it's established that there is you know since we figured out that there's going to be a real murder weapon and it was not the seven branched sword like originally thought there's the hunt for the real murder weapon um there is the letter uh we we you know are looking in again to the letter for uh that the pearl was given with the instructions and eventually gumshoe and phoenix find uh misty face staff and using a uh <clears throat> using a metal detector on it they realize oh this thing's going off for a wooden wooden metal uh wooden staff what's in here oh it's a sta- it's a hidden blade <laughs> inside this staff uh misty fay had a was carrying around a fucking sword <laughs> that's that's a metal as hell that was very yeah. cool it was uh. metal it set the detector off <laughs> all right um we also we also found out that like through investigating uh a what is it i wait who fucking found the letter in the um in the in the so there was a furnace and there was a burnt Gum, letter gumshoe give, gives us the letter gumshoe gives us the letter because he dug it out of the out of the incinerator why are all the like, incinerators in this game shit None <laughs> of them actually incinerate things completely. Shout out to Case 2-2 where someone else tried to incinerate some shit. Uh, so, like, it was instructions for Pearl. And, like, Pearl got an, an, a nice letter from her mom that said, Hey, honey, I'll take care of you. Just real quick, can you channel someone for me? Can you channel <laughs> this person you don't know who is, again, cannot stress this enough, a serial killer? <laughs> Pearly doesn't know. Yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't know. know. And, she's and so the thing is, is since she's such a little kid, she also doesn't completely understand her mother's letter, which told her to do all this stuff, which will help gravely roast the master in the fires of Hades. But not knowing exactly what that meant, no idea. Pearl instead took some gravy from the kitchen and splashed it on Misty Faye's scroll, and that is why the scroll is covered she in gravy. that was her mission. Uh, and again, a fun little translation bit, which we looked up while we were on stream, because we, we suspected this might be the case, but yes, it is curry in the original yeah, game. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. Uh, so, uh, they, they're, they're doing a little bit of localization work there to make the gravely and gravy pun work here. Uh, so... So yeah, but she Pearl tried to follow the rules of her mother's letter. She tried to channel Dahlia's spirit, but she couldn't do it. For some reason, no matter how hard she tried and tried and tried, she could not do it. And Phoenix is like, well, why would that happen? And Pearl's like, well, obviously I lost my spiritual powers. And Phoenix is like, are you sure? Are there any other reasons why you couldn't channel a spirit? Pearl's like, well, I guess if somebody else was channeling the spirit at the same time, obviously we both can't do it at the same time. You can't, you so, can't. They're just inserting that little morsel of spirit channeling rules again into uh, yeah. into our lexicon here. It's you can't channel the person if they're not actually dead, or if someone else is doing it. But we're pretty sure Dahlia's dead. So yeah, no, yes. there's. I can't think of a single reason why someone would want to channel Dahlia Hawthorne. Um, so we've established all these rules for how spirit channeling works when you can and can't do it. And how it changes your appearance, all that good stuff. We set them all up, and now, as you uh, both had requested in case two dash two, that you wanted actual spirit channeling to become the crux of the case and not just 
fake spirit channeling that people were pretending. Uh, here, we finally get to drag it out into court. Yeah, ghost and law. As we, be- as we begin the uh, courtroom segment, um, you st- start to first go back and forth with uh, Iris's testimony because she comes out and says, okay, I spoke with Goto before the court. I'm going to confess to being an accomplice. I desecrated Misty Faye's body with the sword, the seven-bladed sword, and uh, I did this all to hide that it was Maya who actually killed her. Ooh. It was Maya who killed her own mother, and I, uh-huh. I hid the evidence. It's always and Maya, so huh? Yeah, so Maya is now under uh, accusation of murder. Because, of course, we can't be the final case unless we're also defending Maya, too, in a roundabout way. Uh, go ahead. I really like this bit right here because a lot of the accusations that happen right now are similar to a case that happened earlier in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Where, like, they're like, oh, you know, I like, there are some parts of this that, like, uh are just super similar to uh, case 3-1 where Mia was the attorney and she was going against Dahlia Hawthorne's testimony. And it was just like, oh, you know, they had their back in a certain way. And it was like, well, they, you remember how um, in the first case, the handprint was on the front of Doug's jacket and uh, Dahlia right. said they pushed him from behind. And in this case, uh, Misty Faye was stabbed in the back, but then, uh, 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 Iris was like, oh no, she was stabbed in the front. And I was like, huh, you got the same mistake in reverse. <laughs> What's up with that? What come you're, how come you're making the same ass fucking mistake, Cyrus? Sometimes you just don't know your fucking directions very well. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, you, you know? can't remember what's left and what's right. If I Shout punch you in the my front versus... don't know which is <laughs> left I... and which is right. I'm pretty sure that if someone got punched in the chest versus punched in the back, they would be able to tell the difference. Yeah, yeah we, we haven't found out yet. That's we'll true. See. But then, like, I, then Phoenix in his fucking giga brain mode goes like, wait, is Iris, is Iris blaming Maya? What's up with that? Why would she set up Maya? That's so mean. It's so mean, guys. <laughs> because as yeah. we all know, self-defense is meaningless. <laughs> well, and also you you drag out the details then here that uh, Misty Faye is obviously Maya's mother. So why would they be attacking each other? Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, though, uh, with the with all the evidence coming up, though, still you still don't convince the judge. And he's like, well, let's let's just move on to testimony about how Iris is uh, covered up the you know the crime and how she uh, moved uh, Misty Faye's body. And so Larry's illustration comes back up. Hell yeah. Ah, Tiago gets to be right again. I love and yes, it. if you listen to last episode, Tiago was dead on. The drawing was upside down. And instead of being f- a flying body going over the bridge, it is a body that is swinging underneath the bridge, suspended by a rope. Uh, to the other side of the ravine so that they could move the body across the impossible gap uh, as the bridge was on fire. Uh, this also adds uh, context to the 10-foot drop that Misty Faye's body appeared to go through. And everybody thought, oh, it must have fallen from the second floor. I, but no, it was part of this <laughs> maneuver. Here's what fucks me up the most, is that um, during this segment, 
Iris is claiming that the snow had already stopped when uh, the murder occurred, and therefore, if that lines up the weather report, that means the bridge was already burning because the bridge got struck by lightning during the snowstorm, not after. Mm -hmm. I was on this fucking segment for 30 minutes because I didn't know which piece of testimony to present to the weather data. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Same (laughs) issue. I was like, clearly the line that I added to the testimony about the snow would be the one that I would present the weather data to. You would think. You would fucking think. You would fucking think so. Um, (laughs) And that's where I got stuck. And then it occur- yeah, you have to go back to the other pe- the other one. I was two, so like, mad. Statements also, back or whatever. Tiago, yeah, that's yeah. like my only major. Like everything else, it clicked right played, in place. For played me. really smoothly for me, but that I was like, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And I did go check a guide, and it was like you actually need to present it to this one. And I was like, why aren't both of them an option? I why cool. exact um so. And then it reveals that, like, Iris didn't know that the bridge was burning, because then she wouldn't have lied about her test. And she also didn't know about the pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. She was like, why the fuck was there a pendulum? <laughs> right. Right. She's like, this is insane. <laughs> that, that is that is insane. And then, um... I mean, it is a, it is a you know, preposterously goofy maneuver. Uh, to swing a body underneath a burning bridge. Is this, know, is this more goofy... Than the fact that in that circus case where the cape got into the statuette as it was floating it's up. It's not as goofy as it's, that. It's no, it's not that goofy, but it's still. That was pretty stupid, though. It's still a bit of a stretch, but I love, I love the little graphic that they make of it moving. <laughs> and then the little thunk at the end. I keep expecting there to be a sound effect when it would go to the other side. <laughs> so, like, the way that they're able to confirm that, like, yes, this pendulum thing did occur is because the ball got dropped out of the staff at that exact moment where the pendulum would have ended, like, at the other side of the pendulum. So, like, mm-hmm. it made sense. And then this is the part where apparently Iris took the body brought it to the temple and tried to take the sword out and dress up the scene as something else, right? Yeah. But then we have a wonderful question. How can Iris be at two places at once? Both be at the other side, at the end, at both ends of the pendulum. It's impossible. Right. But it also impossible. not know about the pendulum. But also... third time. <laughs> not yeah. know about the pendulum. <laughs> So yes, how how could that be the case? And uh so uh having this uh contradiction being brought out on the stand, uh Iris all of a sudden does her whole heel turn and you get to say, Well guess what? I think that you are not actually Iris. You are Dahlia Hawthorne. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> I see I've been found out, you know, that whole bit. And, uh, yes, it is actually Dahlia Hawthorne being channeled live, uh, on stage in the middle of this television. Also, like, the judge is like, okay. Yeah, yeah, the judge is just like, (laughs) yeah, sure. Non-questioning after it happens. He just doesn't pop up for, like, 20 minutes. He straight up. I think what happens is that in that twenty minutes, he pulls out the old cult magazine and starts yeah. flipping through it underneath his desk. <laughs> and he's furiously like, googling. Like the other people are discussing, like, 
how the fuck could this be the ghost of Dahlia Hawthorne? And meanwhile, the judge is, like, hunched over with, like, a note written on his hand, be like, if ghost is called up, read <laughs> Occult Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dahlia says, well, guess what? <clears throat> Excuse me. Des- guess what, motherfuckers? I'm dead. You can't do anything to hurt me. So... Guess what? I'm I'm happy to testify and tell you all about how Maya really did kill her mom. I I you know I I was there. I saw it happen. You know I was originally trying to kill Maya, but then you know she was the one who ended up stabbing her mother. So I you know I I can prove it. And then Maya jumped into the river in her guilt for killing her own mother. You know so I I I've got it all figured out. You know and so you start to break down her testimony and in fact even goto uh is kind of like phoenix this doesn't line up like even he kind of is like check check your evidence phoenix <laughs> yeah li- literally like i think the don't, thing- don't get too freaked out about maya supposedly killing herself like no i don't he's like don't believe that right <laughs> also the fact that like we find out that the person who channeled dahlia in the first place was actually misty fesh like that's, yes, that's, yes, that's true. Yes, I forgot to mention that. Yes, that's why the very first time that yeah, Dolly was ch- channeled. It was Misty Fay as uh, a maneuver to hopefully, I guess, protect people. You know, to, to stop prevent- her, to stop her from from Pearl from channeling her because as fucked up as all of this is, it would be extra fucked up if she used Pearl's body to uh to do all this. Yeah, yeah. like. too much that would have been a lot if also that would have meant that pearl would have been the one stabbed in the back and i can't handle that information i yeah that gets addressed uh later at the very end of the case um he's like if if pearl was the one to channel the thing then all these events would have occurred and then pearl would have been the dead one which is a huge bummer yeah (laughs) uh and uh also um the there is uh then basically like you get your moment. You get your moment where you start to piece everything together. And you're like, okay, hang on. So if Misty Faye channeled her originally, but now Misty Faye is dead, and we know uh, where everybody else is, we- then, because uh, Goto gets the call then, he gets the phone call saying, Iris has been found in the inner temple. Maya's nowhere to be seen in there. So that you opened up all those locks. You thought Maya was shivering in the cold behind these all these locks, and we were trying to get to her before she died of hypothermia but no it's iris in there and she's totally fine oh yeah that's right and so you uh talia switches places with literally grabs iris and throws her into the cage basically yeah during the earthquake where miles yes yeah during when edgeworth lost track during edgeworth they did a switcheroo basically that was when they did their switcheroo to get to get dahlia out oh and francisca Francisca spends like 12 hours straight solving puzzle <laughs> locks to try and get Maya out. Yeah. She doesn't even come great. to court. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. Uh, and so, obviously, who's the one person who could be channeling Dahlia then? And Wright even asks Dahlia. He's like, who do you think channeling is channeling you right now? And she's like, well, obviously, it's, it's Pearl. Obviously. And Wright's like, no, I saw Pearl in the lobby before I came into court. She's like, oh, fuck. That's right, motherfucker. It's Maya. <laughs> Maya has been channeling you the whole time. <laughs> Maya didn't throw uh, herself into the river because from her edge, she would have landed on a cliff and died. 
<laughs> Yay! And so then Pearl pops over, channeling Mia. So Mia shows up on, on at Phoenix's side here. Uh, and Mia's Mia and Phoenix then proceed to taunt and ridicule Dahlia back, like back to back, like the two of them, like Fuck going to, to tag teaming her and going like, guess what? You're a failure. You tried to kill, you know, Maya, but you failed. You're a loser. Every single murder that you've tried to do that we've had a case about, you failed at big time. Now you're dead and you're going to have to live for all eternity with the memory of you failing at you know, like your most important uh, job that you ever you know put together, and Dahlia's like super super pissed, and we get like a cool like exorcism scene essentially, the, in which the, the spirit coolest of... sprite in the entire game. Yeah, this Y'all. great moment of like a transparent ghostly spirit of Dahlia like coming up out of Maya's body, and then the flames in the shape of a magatama like yeah and you know like left behind hair. after she disappears it's so good here's it's, it's it's really great here's the thing that actually kind of fucks me up the most and it's glad that dahlia didn't think about this if i was dahlia and i learned the body i'm currently having is maya the person i'm trying to kill i'll just bite my own tucking fucking tongue out right like that's the moment where i would have fucking <laughs> yeah, just... done it I was so afraid I was going to have to jump the barricade to stop her from stabbing herself with, like, a pen, you know? Exactly. Right, right. If I learned yeah. that the, I'm currently in the body of the person I'm trying to kill, you can bet your fucking ass off that while Phoenix Wright and Mia were costing me, I'd be like, hey, you know what's fucking funny? This. And then Joker tricked myself. <laughs> I thought they were going to have a harder time getting her out of Maya's body. I figured they were going to use the hood. In exorcism? Oh, yeah, exor- the hood would have made sense. That actually would have made a lot of sense. It turns out, in order to perform an exorcism, all you need to do is fucking roast the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you uh, suck. Get out of here. Welcome, welcome, fucking cook welcome to them. Phoenix and Maya's ghost roast. <laughs> you need to fucking cook them on stage. Phoenix, right, and co. The ghost stenographer roast. recorded all of this. The stenographer wrote down ghost appears above defendants. Oh my god! That poor stenographer! When's my Ace Attorney game where I get to play as the court stenographer? That'd actually be sick. Where you play as a stenographer and you get to like try to solve the mystery by reviewing your own type. That's like a cool game idea. Like, Like I'm just like a nice little lady types really fast and like here we go. Looking down over your glasses, yeah. Well, like, all this shit. <laughs> while you watch like a, a an eighteen year old girl like hit multiple grown men with a whip in court. I the thing that <laughs> fucking gets me is the fact that like after the ghost disappears, Phoenix goes to the judge and the and be like, "Yo, so you're like super cool with all this ghost stuff, right?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I try to be open minded. I. It's very funny. I'm like your shitty brother who can fuck <laughs> off. I'm so glad he wasn't here. He actually calls out his brother for being closed minded, and yeah. he's like, "That's yeah. where me and my brother are different." You see, I'm willing to accept the strange concept. It's like, wow, you have the... to be magic is real. I guess magic is real, <laughs> and it's involved in a fucking murder case. So the the most crazy thing about Dahlia's testimony is that um. She doesn't know who stabbed her and just assumed it was Maya because yeah. she's like, oh yeah, uh, uh, all I saw were the whites of Maya's eyes and then I went unconscious and I assumed that, and then when I woke up, I was hovering over Misty Faye's body 
That's the first hint you should have had that Maya was channeling you, by the way, Dahlia, so fucking fight on you. Um, <laughs> so now we're just like, alright, well clearly someone stabbed the body of Misty Faith in the back, so who did it? And then Maya's, it, so it's like, well, who do we have left for testimony? And it's like, well, there's the... <laughs> it's just Maya. <laughs> there's the weak, whimpering body of Maya Fag, like, on the floor, and it's like, I guess she'll do. <laughs> they give her ten minutes. They take a recess, and they give her ten minutes to recover, and Mia oh, goes... Minutes. Yeah, Mia goes to Maya and talks to her. We don't get to see the scene, but she comes back, you know, later and tells Phoenix, like, hey, I went and I talked to Maya, and I told her everything. And Phoenix is like, everything? And she's like, yeah everything so she knows about her mom she knows about pearl she knows about iris and dolly like she knows everything now she's totally she's fully informed on all the past talk yeah and and phoenix is like damn are you sure about that mia's like yeah don't worry she's strong she can handle it i'm just imagining Uh, but mia like snapping her fingers above maya's face being like hey wake up (laughs) wake up listen i got a lot of shit to say you you guess what your your our mom's dead by the way our mom's dead real this time yeah, for real this time. Talking really fast, like a like an auctioneer. <laughs> All right, uh, Iris and Dahlia are twins. Uh, uh, they they're the ones who uh, covered up the body. Um, Pearl's okay. Pearl's okay. Ch- trust me, Pearl's okay. Um, there's gravy. There's gravy on the physically, girl. physically anyway. Pearl's physically okay, Pearl's but emotionally devastated. Emotionally yeah. devastated. This is all planned by Morgan Fay. Morgan Fay planned this whole thing. Made a letter up. Put it in the old house in the Korean manor. Someone read it before Pearl did, and then Pearl grabbed it. Tried to follow the instructions. Almost killed you. It didn't kill you, though. Your mom almost killed you. you <laughs> someone killed your mom. So pendulum swung her like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh monster. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, Maya, head. do you know about pendulum summoning? <laughs> and then, at the all, end of all that, Mia then turns around and says, also, by the way, bye, you got to do this one on your own, and disappears. Well, yeah, and bye. Phoenix is by himself in the courtroom now to do this final segment. Uh, and also, it's very funny because Goto uh, in, indeed taunts him about it. He's like, you always have a strong woman uh, by your side to help you out, Phoenix. Mr. You never do it on your own. Mr. Goto, <laughs> we need to talk about the rampant increase in sex- casual sexism that you're suddenly displaying. Is it? Yeah, wait. just wildly old-timey, like... You always have... Like, he's machismo. He's like an old macho dude being like, a man has to protect women, and like you always have a strong, yeah. beautiful woman on your side, cover your back, Phoenix. That's why you're a weakling trite. And it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, shut the fuck up. Also, buddy, what? Who cares? <laughs> There's ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> There's you ghosts. yourself, you yourself claim to have been resurrected from the dead. To like consistently, some... consistently. Also. By the way, dude, if you have to receive, like, injections every couple of days or so to keep your body going, why the fuck are you drinking coffee all the time? That can't be good for <laughs> it's you. It's probably not good. She said I drinking bet. coffee right now while recording the podcast. The thing about that's it, just though, the last 5% that's keeping him going, you know? As soon as he lets any caffeine, uh, like, levels in his system drop below a certain threshold, yeah, his injection, he his injections are pure caffeine. Oh, he's, he's oh, just Jason Statham from Crank. Like, if he doesn't keep his adrenaline level, <laughs> yeah. he's Perez, yeah, if his adrenaline drops too low, he just fucking dies. Are you oh. just gonna let him die? <laughs> yeah, maybe! So, um... The craziest shit happens is that we now have to have Maya test- testify. She's, like, delirious. 
but also in her delirium is lying about something. And it's like, and she's deliberately doing so. She's protecting somebody, she's, but just she's not very, up. not very well. But poor Maya. For, for the yeah, she's covering up for the killer. And Phoenix is like, Maya, why, why? I am trying to help you, Maya. Please, also <laughs> stop doing this, Maya. Once again, proving that she's my favorite witness because her testimonies are always so easy to break. <laughs> yeah, like literally, I was like struggling with Iris because I was like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. You mean Dahlia? I mean Dahlia, because uh, <laughs> that wasn't Iris. It was Dahlia. That's why she was so fucking annoying. That's why she was so fucking annoying. <laughs> and meanwhile, Maya's like, well, I don't know. There was the lantern was on, and I'm like, Maya, come the fuck on. The lantern wasn't on, and we all know it. All right, it was pitch fucking black. You're a liar. Yeah, while she's like how so how could you have seen the killer how did you know that the killer was a man which she testifies to you know how how did you know that information uh if the lights were off and uh phoenix says bailiff please turn the lights off in the courtroom and the bailiff does it instantly no hesitation waiting for that moment he was his hand was on the switch the whole trial and, and yeah. you do like everyone does in a classroom. If somebody turns the lights off, you all start screaming. But apparently, people did not do that. Very so, sad. Yeah, and we get a bespoke graphic, and then the light comes back on, and everyone's dead. <laughs> we get a bespoke graphic for this, which is really nice of uh, Goto's glowing red visor in the dark of the courtroom. Very good. Um, so, so it's, it's a good moment. So here's the thing: is that before we like started this Maya uh, testimony segment, which is the third pa- part of the courtroom segment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a moment where we're like, all right, so the killer had to be someone who was not around on the first day. And the two people that I could think about who were not around on the first day was Maya. We know it's not her. And it was Pearl. And I was like, did Pearl channel Mia to defend Maya and stab her own mother in the <laughs> back? Because that would be crazy. I was sort of thinking that might have been it, but... I thought about that. And then... And then Phoenix just goes, well, it's a man, and there was only one man who wasn't around during that day, and I was like, it's that guy? Him? <laughs> him? Him? Well, they couldn't find him to 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 be in court against. He was stuck over yeah, there. Against, That's why Francisco uh, had to be there. So. As, uh, as Iroh said on the stream, uh, I've only... Uh, if I had a nickel every single time that I accused the uh, prosecuting attorney on the stand of murder, uh, I'd have two nickels. But it is weird that it happened twice. Wait, it happens three times. Who's the third? Attorney? Wait, no, he's not the prosecutor. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you dare slander Francisca. No, no, no. no. Sorry. I was thinking, um, what's his name? Gant. No, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah no, he's just the, he's he is the police chief, but yeah, he's not the problem. So like, yeah. it's crazy to me that um, Phoenix isn't in his head. Goes all right, instead of it being Pearl channeling the body of Mia, and that makes sense because Pearl was over there. She would absolutely do something to defend Mia, to defend Maya, including mm-hmm. channel someone who was probably stronger. And if I had to guess, Mia would kill somebody to protect Maya. I think that she has she would do it. Um, instead he just... I mean, Misty Faye was carrying heat. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> she had a sword cane. Again, I think we should all start carrying sword canes again. I think they're the coolest <laughs> shit. I don't think I'd be able to get through an airport with a sword cane. No, we would have to... I think everyone would just have to take the train. And I'm okay uh, with that. Okay. 
Pearl, so gets, thought- to, Pearl gets to carry a Glock. I need an actual fucking gun. I yes. strongly agree. I so <laughs> gun control Phoenix for makes, everyone except Pearl. So Phoenix because is Pearl like, can fucking control herself. You, <laughs> we gotta we gotta let Tiago finish his statement now. <laughs> I just I guess I just kind of lose it over the fact that like Phoenix just goes all right. Well, it's not Maya, and I'm not going to accuse Pearl. I guess I'll accuse Goda. <laughs> <laughs> well no yeah, listen he's he is technically related to the case but you kind of have to piece it together in court you know obviously yes he was you know mia's boyfriend for a little bit and he's mad at you for letting what, what do you mean I he guess, was mia's mia boyfriend die. that was diego armando uh, <laughs> i yeah. don't bring it i know a, you it, do have to do that too here you have to reveal that to the court and everybody's just like <gasps> oh, oh i never could have guessed that one he so yeah exactly the same <laughs> Um, here's what fucking got me is the fact that, like, Phoenix just goes, all right, so Mia couldn't see somebody, so it has to be someone she could identify in the dark. And when he said this line, I thought for a quick fucking second that I thought it was Phoenix who killed Misty Faye. And here's the reason for this. It's because, one, Heavy Rain is a shitty game. And two, um... (laughs) Two, we... I don't think we ever saw Phoenix fall into the river, right? Like, I didn't visually see that. I visually saw it. Oh, we visually saw it? Never <laughs> we mind. We visually see it. We, yeah, I, we were you were playing Phoenix at that time, and the bridge breaks when you try to run you, across. Yeah, there's a there's a still image of him falling. Okay, never mind. Um, and also, Larry is an eyewitness. Oh, yeah, Larry is. That's true. What I thought happened for a second was that Phoenix did make it to the other side. And we get to see the silhouette of his spiky hair, and that's how Maya knows it was a man. <laughs> and that's why she was trying to protect him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Uh, but it turned out that Maya was protecting Godot, who was just over there, I guess. He was just there. Yeah, when- I mean, he read the note. He read the Pearl's note early in advance, so he knew that this was happening. And so he went over there and, and snuck over in advance before all the shit went with down, the intention of protecting uh maya yes because because he was like well i couldn't protect mia so i i wanted to protect maya and he starts to get into it a little bit then once you finally yeah uh prove this uh is that he goes well i i rationalized it to myself that i was protecting mia's sister you know and i was trying to make good for being in a coma while mia died uh not being there to protect her but he's like but maybe I was just doing this to satisfy my own ego, you know? So he starts to get a little self-reflective there at the end. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You, you break down the fact that he became a prostitutor, which put him in a position that allowed him to... say prostitute. I, he becomes <laughs> no. a... Pro- no, he becomes... <laughs> ben just going, no. Uh, no, he becomes a prosecutor <laughs> to put himself in a position that he'd be able to keep a track on Morgan Fay and Pearl, and that's why he overheard the conversation of Morgan Fay telling Pearl, hey, there's a secret letter in my house, go get it. And at this point, Godot just sprints out of the fucking detention area or whatever. Which is <laughs> impressive because Pearl is an Olympic level sprinter. Exactly. <laughs> it's all the caffeine. He beat her Insane in a foot stamina. race. It's all the caffeine. You see, if Pearl had caffeine, she'd win. But he was. He... <laughs> so the point is, is that Godot <laughs> learns about this plant and then decides to have an accomplice. And the accomplices are Iris and Misty Fay. He called up Misty Fay. And we we're just like, wait, you knew where she was this whole time? 
And Godot mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, the police were keeping tabs on her the entire time. And I'm just like, y'all couldn't fucking tell Maya that? Yeah, we all knew? <laughs> Had to keep it a secret. Because uh... you know that the the world governments and politicians would want to use her powers for evil. Sure. And also, uh, every... He kind of alludes to like that, like, you know, high, real high up spirit mediums have been, you know, walking in political circles and of you know influencing governments and that kind of stuff he kind of like vaguely alludes to that and is like well you know she wanted to stay hidden as a result of that all that misty bullshit. F- misty fate definitely channeled jfk <laughs> she found out why his head did that yeah yeah he actually just went on to say yeah my head just did that yeah I don't and know. uh there's no shooter. i'll put that down testimony testimony don't put that down <laughs> we're not saying that uh, <laughs> so um Godot is like, yeah, instead of contacting you, Phoenix, because I think you're a weak little infant man, you're, mm-hmm. you're a fucking beta male. Uh, Mr. Godot, are we maybe projecting a little bit? Are we projecting <laughs> some insecurities about yourself onto me? I think you're a little beta male who was in a coma, who diff- wasn't there to defend <laughs> me of Faye. And Phoenix is like, I've never been in a coma. I, was only, I, was, I got amnesia once. <laughs> and he's like, Instead of I was never in a coma, you, but I sure had a brutal head injury. Yeah. Instead of telling you guys not to go to this thing, I instead went, "Hey, I'm going to wait like a spider, and wait till the <laughs> opportune moment to step up and stab Dahlia Hawthorne in the back." He specifically says, "I saw her, and I thought, I don't care if it is Misty Fay or Pearl." A eight-year-old girl in there. I did not uh, yeah, care. Like, I didn't know, and I stabbed her anyways. I just wanted to get revenge, Go you know, on Dahlia. to jail, sir. Yeah, the- and uh, the knife that uh, Dahlia has, uh, she whirls around and uses, tries to use it on Godot. And we- this is the like the final like piece of evidence that you get to present is like where in the world was the wound if if that was the case like how in the world did did she you know stab godot uh and uh and like he doesn't have any visible visible wounds on him so where where could it be and so you present him <laughs> his profile that's a final piece questionable of to be honest i th- yeah I took but a... we don't have a we don't have a visor as a piece of evidence yeah. so that's like the closest thing so but yes you say that well obviously he's hiding the wound under his visor and so then you get your last little bit there at the end where Go- Godot uh, tilts his head back and starts to let the tears fall, uh, and they are blood red. That's so cool. It was cool. He still deserves <laughs> prison. He, yeah. like, the reason that Godot, like, a lot of the weird things happened at the, uh, covering up the body, like, hey, why is there a huge chunk of snow missing from the ground? And I was like, well, that's where the blood spider would have been. And then it's like, well, why don't you just scoop up the blood? It's because Godot can't see red on a white background. Which I yeah. love that I I was so proud of myself because I picked that up in the Maggie case where he yeah. doesn't see the ketchup stain. Yeah. And right. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be useful later. I think I even mentioned it on the on the show. Yeah. yeah and you did. I was yeah. right. <laughs> he he has yep, the vision of a virtual boy and only sees uh can't see yeah. fucking red. If everything you see is red tinted, you won't notice. That's why the blood scrawl with Maya was on the lantern skill uh, still, because he covered as much as he could see 
but he didn't notice that uh, fucking Dahlia Hawthorne and Misty Faye's body wrote down the word Maya in blood. Which also, call back to the fact that someone else wrote Maya's name in blood. <laughs> yeah. So they keep writing her fucking name in blood. Everybody's trying to do Everybody it. They're like, oh, it's the perfect Maya. way to incriminate somebody. It's so mean. <laughs> She's like, she never done anything wrong. Poor Maya. She, the only crime she probably did was max out Phoenix Wright's credit card. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> Over burgers. Um, so yeah, Godot admits to like being like, yeah, uh, I knew about Dahlia Hawthorne's plan, and instead of intercepting it with you, the person who probably would have been able to prevent this entire tragedy from occurring, I instead called up several people, stalked you guys, I guess, waited, went to the inner temple, hid, mm-hmm. uh, fucking came out while there's some shit going down, stabbed somebody in the back, covered up a body... Uh, I'm the one who swung the pendulum. I called Iris to wait at the other side of the pendulum. And it's mm-hmm. like, Godot, man, Jesus, it's 2016, you know? Yeah. And he still even has a little bit of his old timey sexism left over when he's like, I should have talked to you, Phoenix Wright. You, the most the important man. man. Oh, yeah, the man good point. in Maya's life. Rather than say, I should have talked to Maya and told her what was going on, he's still like, I should have talked to Phoenix about it. So, you know, it's, it's I think still, still a little bit of work you gotta do there, Godo. I, I think somebody should have told Pearl that, hey, you're about to be wrapped up in a murder plot. We should... Yeah, this this is a child. You need to... We <laughs> Almost channeled a serial murderer. She's old enough to know, like, hey, your mom is not nice, and, you know, like... Your mom doesn't care about you for a reason. You're like the thing about the letter is that it says at the very bottom, "This is for the very good of the Fae Clan." And Pearl's interpretation of that is that, well, Maya's part of the Fae Clan, so this will be good for Maya too. Not knowing <laughs> that this was a murder plot, and right. like we can see Morgan Fay go like, "It's best that she doesn't know." And I'm like, someone, someone should fucking tell her. Someone should tell her that this is a murder plot. Yeah, and. Misty Faye doesn't tell her. Iris doesn't tell her. Uh, fucking Godot doesn't tell her. Like, Phoenix Everybody didn't... failed Pearl except for me. <laughs> except for specifically Rose. <laughs> Rose. I, if a single person sat down with uh, Pearl and was like, Hey, listen, so your mom, I know that she loves you, but she's mm-hmm. in prison right now because she did a very bad thing and may be a bad person. If you were just fucking real with her about that, maybe a fucking murder wouldn't have occurred. Yeah. <laughs> maybe um, children are actually capable of understanding things. Uh so wild. The, the case- So we get uh yeah. we get Iris on the stand then. Uh the real Iris. And she uh confirms, you know, that she still did the whole uh you know, snowmobile thing, moving the body and all that stuff. But um, then she also reveals one other detail to Phoenix, which is that when he was dating Dahlia uh, several years back, uh, that he actually only met Dahlia twice. And that all the other times they went on dates together and that uh, Dahlia, quote unquote, was asking for the necklace back. uh, It was actually Iris the whole time. And so she said, you know, you know, Phoenix, 
I I actually did start to have feelings for you, and that's why I was trying to get that Netflix ne- ne- uh, ne- necklace back, <laughs> so that uh, I wanted to get your Netflix login. <laughs> <Yeah! laughs> <Six months. laughs> I right, listen. The free uh, trial doesn't last that long, Phoenix. And I, I know. Really, I, <laughs> I wanted to watch the new season of Stranger Things. Is listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so she's real, you know, reveals like, listen, I, I really liked you, Phoenix, and I was trying to keep you from getting killed by my crazy sister. My fe- uh, also, so, she does you know, a lot of like excusing Dahlia, though. She's like, oh, she does. You know, she was just doing because our father was so cruel to us. She's trying to get revenge. Like, shit, uh, what? Double <laughs> murder. By the way, yeah. real quick, um, unrelated, but mostly related to what Ben just said. In 2016. They wouldn't have been able to watch Stranger Things because it didn't come out till July that year. <laughs> oh shit! Oh! <laughs> How the fuck do you know that? I googled when it came out. Oh okay. I Holy I thought shit. you just had that knowledge on tap for a second. Yeah, because th- this this case lied. happens in February. You could have lied so. and told us. You just I love Stranger Things the- so much. I only watched the first <laughs> season. Never watched any of the other ones. I did I, quite Iris, like the first I- season. <laughs> Iris saw the trailer for Stranger Things. It was like, I have to get a Netflix login before I... <laughs> before it comes out. Um, uh, so, uh, yes. So she says, hey, you know, Phoenix, uh, whenever I get out of prison, you know, wink, wink. No. Uh, and he's like, he's like, well, you seem like a nice lady and uh, all that, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> I... uh, spoiler, gentle listeners. Iris never shows up again after this. Oh my god, oh, no. Wait, no, we're the gentle listener in that, ex- in that example. No, she shouldn't. Phoenix. She shouldn't? Don't you fuck- no, he sh- Don't ever talk to her again. Iris is- what's wrong with Iris? Besides the fact that she covered up a body. I, she was, she wait, was I mean, involved it's in- kind of that. She was an accomplice, yeah. yeah. In- Honestly, Iris was- listen. She helped I- Dahlia- kill people and get away with it i yeah that is we've, we've had other people we've had other witnesses who have also helped you know with uh tampering with a, a murder scene yeah that uh the game has you know smiled a little favor more favorable yeah what, I, the, what about past, hot but... nerd samus she got away with it wait What's who Hot nerd Samus? I forget her name. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian Andrews. She gets well, to, she's the in this game. Is, <laughs> she goes like, to prison Adrian, for a little. Yeah, she does actually go to prison and also like I don't like she comes off better than Iris. Like Iris also never apologizes for helping Dolly. The things that she says she's sorry for are I'm sorry I lied to you about who I was, Phoenix. I told you I was Dahlia when we were dating. So I'm sorry about that. And I'm sorry that I betrayed my sister during her first, uh, <laughs> her first, first murder. murder crime, whatever. Because she felt um, bad for her. I, yeah. I, 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 and I'm sorry, it's all my fault she's that a I betrayed of, her. She's a victim of manipulation. Obviously, and I, yeah, and we don't go into that. And, and I will not no. fault her for that. I I think that Iris... I, oh, I, <laughs> I'm kind of drawing the line at, like, helping with murder. Yeah, that's the fucked up one, is the helping with murder thing. It's huh? like, it's yeah. gonna be... It's The thing is, it, it can't ever work out anyway, because it's always gonna be a little weird. Because, like, Phoenix's uh, co-worker is Maya... So, like, Iris is always like, sorry about that time I desecrated your mom's body. 
<laughs> you know, like it's a little, it's going to always be a little weird. It's like, Sorry, Iris I desecrated is... my aunt's body. Iris is not unsympathetic. Yeah, my own aunt, yeah. That's but true. she's also not like, she's not good. Like, she's like... still bad. She, I feel like a lot of times she has said, Phoenix, I'm sorry about all this. Like, I feel like that's like every other fucking line that comes out of her mouth. I uh, I don't so, know. Like, it's always stuff like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I lied to you about this. Or like, oh, you know, I didn't mean for that to happen. Like. I have a question. What? Who do you, who do you, who do you like more, Iris or Godot? Like. As a character? Not not as a character. Like, obviously... Y- y- as like, a person. As a person. Iris or Godot? Um, well, points-wise, one of them is a literal murderer, and one of them only helped <laughs> cover up murderers. Okay. So, I guess maybe Iris? But also, like... <laughs> eh, you, neither of them are, are great. As That's a character, <laughs> I like Godot better. Oh, 100%. Let's be clear. Godot, actually, I actually, despite all this, despite literally everything that was said, I like Godot. Oh, he's very interesting. He's, yeah. he's just character. also apparently a very misogynistic asshole. <laughs> he really, really came out of nowhere, too. Like, I thought he was just yeah, doing the cool... Here's he started the saying I a mean... bunch of shit to Francisca, too, and I was like, whoa, whoa, men have died for less. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, listen, he did establish himself by calling me a kitten. But yeah. they were, they, they were quote-unquote dating. I know, but... I, the thing about Godot so. is that, like, he's a he's a stereotype of the hard-boiled, like, the cool right. guy. But apparently yeah. that also means that uh, you must never respect anything of the opposite sex, I guess. Yeah, you could do that hard-boiled, like, cowboy detective shtick while still respecting women. But, like, I... It just reminds me of the, like, oh, we always have to protect the women in our lives. And it's like, half, I like how this makes Phoenix a feminist in comparison to Godot. <laughs> like, through, like, by, Phoenix by is a feminist because he's just a decent person. Phoenix is a feminist because he definitely knows that it's the all it takes who, to be a feminist. All it takes it needs to be a feminist. I also be love the decent. idea that um, every time Phoenix is in trouble, he just goes to mind and be like, hey, can you channel me real quick? I got a question about taxes. And Maya's like, oh yeah, let me hit her up. I don't know shit about taxes either. That is probably their best choice, honestly. And then we just see if Ghost me being like, all right, so what did you write off for taxes this year? And I was like, well, we can't write off all the burgers. I was like, we can write off like 50% of All the burgers. <laughs> um, so the most guilty party in all of this is probably Morgan Fay, who we don't get to see like a resolution to. Right? Like She's in prison. She's already yeah. in prison for conspiracy to commit murder. Is she gonna get hanged like Dahlia did? Because I feel like that was crazy. I feel like the hanging was so intense. That did not need to happen. I'm fairly certain that conspiracy to commit murder would be punishable by death. Yeah, it's. I think it's considered equal to actually committing the murder. Yeah, to first degree murder. Yeah, because murder. Second, a lot of murders about murder. intention. Yeah. Also, a lot of wild shit happened because lightning struck the dusty bridge. Yeah. The fact that a pendulum needed to happen. The fact that people are trapped. Like, this plan really went pear-shaped when there was a fucking lightning strike who no one could have predicted. It's crazy. Yep. Um, 
So yeah, Iris is probably gonna go to jail for uh, uh, covering up a body. Um, uh, Godot probably gonna go to jail for being a murderer. Or like, yeah. I don't know if do they get coffee in jail? Oh yeah, probably. Oh yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I'm just imagining good so. Godot in like uh like the stripy prisoner suit, but all with like two coffee coffees, one black, one white. <laughs> his suit yeah. isn't his suit isn't black and white. It's black and it's white and red. <laughs> it just looks like a white suit to him. I mean, he's probably not gonna. Um, if I were the judge uh, again, in universe, because I think I hate the death penalty, but like his his murder was not like it was legally like he was defending a teenage girl, you know. Yeah, but he but, didn't like, care about like defending Maya at that point. He said like straight up like, yeah. I, at that point, the the kill was was for me. He was yeah. hunting. Yeah, which just, we do get a very cool little like still image of him with the sword. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah, behind Dahlia. Yeah, but, like from technique. a legal from a legal standpoint, like a decent lawyer could probably make the case that he was, you know, not he he did save a life by doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. But he was literally, still murder, still the murder. Ser- the stenographer wrote down straight up. Godot said. I didn't even care that I was defending Maya. I did it just for the kill for revenge. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, he had a one-track mind when he saw her. So, he like... He, did, he wasn't thinking rationally anymore at that point. So, I don't... I, I think a decent lawyer could make yeah. a case. So we get to the epilogue, and everybody is kind of hanging out in the uh, court lobby. And uh, everybody's like, well, hey, congratulations on the case. You know, everything went well. But uh, Pearl's missing. Uh, so Maya says, I can't find Pearl anywhere. I don't know where she went. I even called Crane Village, and they said she wasn't there. Uh, and Phoenix says, well, let's let's go to Hazakura Temple. We'll, we'll go look there. And so they meet Bikini, and she's like, yep, Pearl's here. And so they get a brief conversation with Pearl, uh, where you, you know, tell her, like, listen, Pearl, it's <laughs> none of this is your fault. You 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 have gotten trapped in a horrible uh conspiracy, uh essentially that is that was trying to take over the the Fae clan. So like none of this is your fault, please. <laughs> also like and so you, Yeah, we also get a moment where like Mia goes to Phoenix and is like, Oh yeah, why is Maya so cool about this? So, like Maya's a lot stronger than you think. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, wow, Maya's pretty strong, huh, Phoenix? How come you don't think Maya's strong, you bozo? And, <laughs> like, literally Francisca's like, Maya's so strong. Miles Edgeworth, Maya's so strong. Gumshoes, Maya's a strong kid. And then Phoenix is like, why? Why is she so strong? And it turns out Maya's like, yeah, because there's a fucking six-year-old in the other room. Like, <laughs> Well, because yeah. Francisca demands that you explain why is Maya acting so chill. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. And you gotta present the evidence of Pearl. Yeah, because yeah. Edgeworth immediately gets it. Um, <laughs> also, like, there is a, a couple of lines that imply that uh, a certain somebody has recently perished. Uh, former uh, head prosecutor Manfred von Karma is now dead, uh, according yeah, to... Yeah, do explicitly say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they say she's lost a father recently. Yeah, and also well. at the in her intro section, it says that uh, Manfred von Karma is no more. Like Phoenix oh. specifically thinks that. 
So um, I guess yeah. they could be saying like, oh, like his legend is dead. But I mean, they straight kinda... up say Edgeworth is dead at one point, but he's not. Well, that's because Edgeworth <laughs> intentionally misleads everyone to believe that he's gone and offed himself in shame. <laughs> so like the reason that um, Francisca doesn't understand why Maya's strong is because Francisca doesn't have a sense of empathy. <laughs> and, and, she spent 12 hours trying to get Maya out of a cage with puzzle locks on it that's, listen she just did that because she was like oh we need this witness to stand you know what I mean <laughs> she would have done it just for the court case <laughs> uh, and meanwhile like Miles Edgerton is like I've heard of empathy once so I guess that's why this is happening oh, Miles My- cares about Maya we've that's demonstrated true. that across several games I know, I know. I just like saying that they're both from uh, the Von Karma family. Um, I think that, yeah, Maya's like, yeah, I have to be strong for Pearl. And then Pearl's like, I'm yeah. six or nine. I don't remember how old she is. She's six to nine. I think she's yeah. eight or nine. So, uh, yeah, so that is that is kind of the case then. Um, you get a nice little graphic at the very end. Uh, a picture that Misty took of her two kids, of Mia and Maya, as they broke the uh, Ami Fey urn. That's Every so generation breaks the Ami Fey urn. <laughs> yep, and Maya's crying, and Mia is just uh, trying to put it back together. And it's a very, very cute little illustration of the two of them. Uh, um, that's and it's a nice, nice little bow on things. And then we also realize that like Larry comes in and is like. Guys, am I really a waste of space? And everyone just goes, "Yes, yes." <laughs> Poor Larry. Larry was trying to cheer Pearls up. They've had like a little loser clubhouse, and he like made her potatoes with a fire. Like he was doing his best. He he asked the room, "Am I truly a Wojak?" And everyone said yes. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> and so uh. then Larry's like, "Well, maybe I'll just become an artist." And everyone's like, "Yeah, I guess he did draw a good portrait of us." Like, everyone's like, yeah, that was a decent portrait. I can't complain. You know, that was pretty good. And then we we get to see the, the, the portraits, and they're pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have, uh, from Takumi's blog, again, translated by Ash at Gyakuten Saiban Library, uh, his final blog post that he made about Game 3. And uh, so I'm going to... Just take selections from it because it's a fairly long post. But uh, he writes, How did you like Ace Attorney 3, Trials and Tribulations? It's been a month since the release of the game, and I'm starting to hear the reactions of everyone. Quote, It was really fun. I have to wipe a tear away when hearing warm words like this. At first I was simply happy, but then I started hearing reactions like these. Quote, 3 is the best of them all. Ah, all the episodes until now were just laying the foundation for the final episode of three. Oh, but it's not better than one. If I had to rank them, I'd rank them one, three, two. No, I'd say three, two, one. In my heart, I want to react to that. You can't go ranking them, pal. All three games together are Gyakuta and Saiban. But creators can be quite selfish. To those who first learned of the series with three, if you liked it, please try out one and two as well. Anyway, over the course of these three years, the noise of the gavel has rung throughout the court an estimated 1,290 times, and 13 verdicts have been given. Phoenix Wright has broken out in a cold sweat 562 times, Dude, banged he sure on the has. desk, 
<laughs> banged on the desk 941 times and cried out objection 229 times. As for me, I became older by three years, and I'm about to finish writing my 53rd column. Uh, the important points to a story is where to start and where to end. Where to end? That has to be now. There is no end to that world. Phoenix, Maya, Mia, Miles, and Dick Gumshoe, they will keep on fighting and laughing together. I'm sure of that. Oh no, perhaps next time someone like, uh, like Itokonoko, uh, will be arrested. That's, I, I forget exactly which character that is, but it's one of the main characters. Uh, I hope they will live on in all your hearts. There'd be nothing more wonderful than that. And it's here that I will end my column. If we have the chance, I hope that we will meet again sometime. If possible, yes, with a completely new story. And one final word. To all those people who have supported Phoenix Wright for such a long time, I want to express my thanks from my heart once again. I really am grateful. But I thought that was a nice little sweet uh, blog post uh, at the end there. Uh, and some uh, interesting data about how many times all the various uh, effects have been used, such as objection and the sweating animation and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, Itonoko was uh, Dick Gumshoe. Yeah, I figured. So, I, uh, I I heard that name and I thought to myself, "That's Gumshoe." Yeah, uh, I just blanked on it as I was reading it. But yeah, so maybe next time Gumshoe will get arrested. Oh no, my man. <laughs> I'll have to save um, uh, him. So yeah. Uh, speaking of the quote that uh, Takumi listed there, we got to do a little summary for the entire trilogy. If you were to rank them, but he said we can't one, rank two, them. and three. How? How? Yeah, I know. Since Takumi just said, please don't rank them. Let's rank them. Okay. Good <laughs> the cops can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, fucking drag me in court, motherfucker. I'll see you there. Desi, what did uh, do, do you have a preference for the rank of these these three games? Uh like one the most. Um mm -hmm. three and then two. Okay. How about you, Rose? I oh I'm thinking three, one, two. I it's very narrow between three and one. I one has more miles in it, mm -hmm. but I think three is the better game overall. Okay, I'm setting yeah, aside yeah. my blind love for a stupid British twink, and I am <laughs> declaring that I think three is the better game. How about you, Tiago? Uh, three, one, two. Um, two had a clown in it, so therefore it's the worst one. Uh, uh, I wasn't gonna I, say I think it, I'm, but I, I think I'm also three, one, two. Uh, but there might be a little bit of recency bias since we just finished up three going on there. But man, I I really do like a lot of the cases in this one. It, it's it's really solid. I, how'd you guys you feel when the fucking uh, cornered one played at the end of three? Four? I that felt so I felt good. so oh, good. <laughs> It's it's such a good moment. I, it's such a good moment. The thing about three is that three doesn't work unless you play one and two beforehand. Like th right, like, you, I I still think that I agree that they are one cohesive unit. You know, yeah. one, two, and three together. You got to play them all uh, to really get the story. But um, I but yes, you you don't get that that exciting moment of the of the original objection theme playing again uh, in three if you have not had that time and distance 
from one. Exactly. You know? I also think that, like, if I'm ranking these, I'm not including 1-5 because 1-5 was added afterwards. Because I, right. I, like, between all of the cases, it's either this or 1-5, which is my favorite. Because mm-hmm. I really... 1-5 just slaps. It's a long one, but boy, it's worth it. Um, But this one, this case was, like, literally had me at the edge of my seat the entire time. At one point, I almost thought that Pearl was going to be a murderer, and I got so fucking scared. <laughs> I got so scared, y'all. I was like, oh my god, did Pearl do it? And then it turned out that there was just an asshole there named Godot. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. Who's 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 okay. your favorite prosecutor? Oh well, I think we know Rose. Yeah, I played the I played the fifth. On no, this wait, one. I actually don't know. It's a coin flip between Kafka and Edgeworth. Kafka. Kafka. <laughs> yeah, my favorite prosecutor is fucking Kafka. Von oh. Karma or yeah. Edgeworth? Yeah. No, Von no, Karma, it, yeah. it is very close. But I am still gonna have to go with Edgeworth. Um, I do. Love Francisca though. Yeah, we it's, know. It's yeah. I liked Godot. I liked him. I thought he was good. Um, I just am also happy he's in prison. But mm-hmm. I just yeah. Miles is he's so he thinks he killed his dad. <laughs> he's been how ha- I just it's so good. Miles just, like, <laughs> just like sad boys. I do. I like a sad yeah. boy. I like Phoenix. Phoenix is sad. That's great. Uh. How about you, Desi? Uh, do you have a strong preference for a prosecutor? Um, I wouldn't say strong preference. I think I prefer Godo over Edgeworth only because when I started playing the games, Edgeworth drove me fucking insane. Um, <laughs> but Godo was always kind of funny and just the different atmosphere from just an obnoxiously annoying prosecutor. <laughs> this this twenty four year old child. Yeah, like Edgeworth yeah. was kind of annoying. Franziska was really annoying, and then Godo was just oh, he's just there drinking coffee. He's just there to help move the plot along. Uh, ben. Oh, interesting. You're throwing you're you're t- you're throwing it to me. Yeah, zag uh, on him. I, yeah, uh, surprise. Never let him know uh, my yeah, next no- move. Yeah, no, I probably would also go with Godot as my favorite. Um, And then for Francisca and and Miles, we're we're pretty close here, but I'd probably have to put Miles just a smidge above Francisca um, just because uh, he gets a a little bit more interesting character development overall uh, compared to Francisca. So, but there are some... uh, there's some stuff. There, there's some stuff coming up later. Uh, some characters that I also really like, uh, prosecutor-wise. So I'm excited for everybody to see those in the future. Oh yeah, that I might like more than these. I have the artwork of uh, Dual Destinies on my shelf above my head right now. Um, mm-hmm. So and there's just that guy on the cover, and I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Tiago knows more than we'll, me. He's got a bird. We'll we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't tell me anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen. I know like two things about Dual Destinies. It's it's 3D, I think. I there's a girl with the top hat who's a magician, and um, wait, what? If that's, that's all you I'm... know about her, I'm very excited for you to meet her. And and um, <laughs> also, I know because I was again on Tumblr, and this was the the hot thing was Hobo Phoenix. 
So I know that a Hobo Phoenix exists. And that's it. It's funny that you're talking you're talking about Dual Destinies when that's actually that's game five. Yeah, that's what, the really? next game. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. a different game. So you actually don't know a goddamn thing about I'm Dual so Destiny. Excited. Yeah, so you, 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 yeah, you're you're actually describing stuff from game four, the next cool. game. So, Great. Uh, so you actually you actually don't know anything about just... five. So yeah, it worked out. <laughs> oh my god, is Top Hat Girl also from uh, a different game? No, she's yeah, in that she's game from too. Four. She's in four. That's where you'll meet. That's where you'll meet her. You'll meet Top Hat oh Girl there. Oh my god! So um, I so, don't know yes, shit. Yeah, no. No <laughs> Top Hat Girl was the reason I started playing the game because when I went to my first anime convention, the person that we were rooming with in the hotel was dressing up as her. For oh, the that's con. sick. That is actually sick. Oh, I should. I could do a Gumshoe cosplay. Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really so cool. Good. You'd have to. Oh, you'd have to shave your face. I'll shave my face. I'll just have three strands. <laughs> just three really long beard hairs um my favorite prosecutors in order are Godot, Edgeworth, and Francisca I think Francisca unfortunately gets the short end of the stick here because her characterization happens over the course of two games as opposed to the other two who get like really good characterization in their own game also like, like we all agree that two is not the best of the games. Yeah, so. exactly. Like two is unfortunate two is, for her. I think two had too much of a of a, of swing cases. Like one was really good, and then one was really bad, and then you kind of have to leave that bad taste in your mouth. the <laughs> The thing about two is that like the final case doesn't really involve Francisca von Karma. That's the problem. Like right, you you get Miles in that, instead, and I was happy and like... to see him and see them interacting. But I wish that there had been more you know if i were i have no basis of saying this but if i was the one in charge i would have had miles show up on the case almost before the last one which would have been the clown case which would have been hilarious i would like like to see him suffer (laughs) so then francisca comes back to finish the uh neo steel samurai whatever uh godot Mm -hmm. i like the most because i love hard-boiled detective types i think that's cool and funny uh, a lot of his bits were coffee related. That's very good. The, the fucking sprite of Miles Edgeworth holding a coffee cup was fucking what? I saw that and I was like, "You, you mean look Phoenix, like a... right?" Oh, Phoenix, right? That's what I yeah. meant. Who did I say? Edgeworth. Miles. Miles. I would have gotten meant... real excited actually if Miles. I was like, "Wait, did I miss cup. something?" <laughs> no, the the sprite of Phoenix Wright having a coffee cup and like he didn't look human in that sprite, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> um. I like Godot a lot. Miles Edgeworth, I like that a lot because I feel like Miles Edgeworth needed three characters for me, three games for me to like him, and therefore I liked him. Uh, Francisca, if there was just a another game with her in it, I would probably like it more. Um, I I don't know if I could handle the whipping anymore. I do kind of <laughs> wish that someone just like cut the whip in half. Like we got we got to get that fucking thing away from her. Um, it's fine. <laughs> Francisco von Karma apologist. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh so so yeah. Um that's that's the whole trilogy. Yeah. Uh, we we've 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 done it, folks. We've made it through the entire original trilogy. I'm here's the saddest part is that I think I'm hungry for more. <laughs> I mean it was good. Well, I, I have no good news for you. We've Ace got Attorney. more games ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, we got more games ahead of us than behind us. Uh, so, um, we are going to take a slight break uh, as far as jumping into the next game. 
Next time on the podcast, we are actually going to record an episode talking about uh, Takashi Miike's 2012 live-action adaptation of Ace Attorney. Fuck. Uh, this uh, movie uh, kind of adapts the whole first game into one story, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it and uh, and use that as like a little interlude before we get into game four, because uh, we will need a little bit of time here to... Um, to kind of like we have some stuff coming up in real life and that sort of thing. So we thought we'd just take a little bit of a lighter, uh, lighter thing. Like just watching a single movie is much easier and, uh, to, and then recording an episode about that. And, uh, then after that, then yes, then we will jump into the fourth game, which is Apollo justice, Ace attorney, Apollo justice. That's my son. He's my son. I'm so excited. I, I hear there's a boy in there. It it's it's got a lot of really cool stuff in it, and it will have so wait, some new gameplay. Boy? Are there any girls? Uh, there are boys and girls. We talked about this. There's a top hat girl. Wild. Oh yeah, top hat girl, top hat girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we are also probably going to do at some point here. I don't know the exact weekend we'll do it here, but we will probably also do another stream in which uh, we show Tiago and Rose a whole bunch of cool concept art uh, for these and official uh, art for these first three games yeah that uh will show some uh like the original ideation for uh phoenix and edgeworth and what they could have looked like and there's some really good stuff in there that i think uh, everybody will like and uh so we're gonna do that at some point where we're gonna do a little fun powerpoint stream and uh and and Yay. take a look at all that stuff because i i think that would be really really neat so be sure to join us for that. If you want to get alerts for when that happens and when the next episodes go live, you can follow us on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod. If you uh, want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? At Yes, this is Des on Twitter. And Tiago? They can find me at Tiago S. Dutra. I will be uh, demoing uh, an application that I made very soon. I'll tweet about that. Okay. And Rose. Uh, you can find me at Traumarts on Twitter, uh, where you can please buy my art. And you can also find me at Rose Nonsense. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Please. Uh, like I said, next episode, we'll please. be watching the Takashi Miike live action uh, Ace Attorney movie, which, if you want to watch it yourself, uh, you can fa- find it on YouTube. And Apple TV, I believe, uh, but it is uh, pay to view. Uh, it's not just streaming for free on any of those services, unfortunately. I, I looked around to see if Netflix or anybody had it, and it's just, I, as far as I can tell, the only way to get it is VOD. We would, n- so, we would never say to go download it illegally. <laughs> we, we, no. not, not if we want Capcom to ever g- give us any would. you know cool merch or anything. Phoenix Wright like send us to fucking us. prison. They're we never going to give us shit. Give us the time of day. I will, I'm not saying that. I want to be clear. We're not saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not. So, uh, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, follow us on Twitter where you can see the streams and YouTube uploads uh, for all of our Let's Plays, including uh, Desi and Iroh and I. Uh, finishing up the finale here. So if you wanted to watch what we just talked about, you can do so there. Thank you so much, for everybody, for sticking around. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.